0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thank you so much for listening. My guest today is MZ Hernandez. Before we get to that, just a little info, the website, as always, TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there, check it out, check out the stories, the photos, the videos, etc., etc., etc. Also, there are links to all our social media there. I'm talking about, of course, Twitter, Facebook, like us on Facebook, will you? Follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is Travel Tales Pod. On Facebook, it's Travel Tales Podcast. It's also Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. Did I forget anything? Oh, yes, yeah, Stitcher Radio. And of course, iTunes. You might be listening to this on iTunes. And if you go to iTunes, why not give us a good rating, huh? That helps people find the show. It boosts our presence, and that's always a good thing. So go there, give us a good rating, stars, maybe say a few nice things. That would be cool. And uh, I'd really appreciate it. So my guest today is Amzi Hernandez, a young man I met through my friend Tyler Smith, friend of the show who did the show, I think, a couple of years back now. told me about this, uh, this young fella who just got back from Europe, and uh, his eyes were opened. And it's always refreshing to see uh, a young person who's really uh, taken to travel and uh, how it can change a person's view and perspective. I was a young man like him. So many years ago, and uh, I was reminded during this whole conversation of my first trip to Europe, and uh, it was my first time out of the country, and uh, how it changed me for life. And who knew that 20 plus years later, I'd be doing a podcast about travel, and talking about it, and uh, doing so much travel in my life. It really changed my life uh, into a different direction. And so it was really great for me to sit down with someone who uh, is going through the same thing now. And I think uh, Amzi has a lot more travel in his future, and uh, he'll be the better for it. So please enjoy my chat with a very pleasant young man, Mr. Amzi Hernandez. (laughs) to the travel tales podcast i'm here with mc hernandez yes. did i do that okay that was great all right mc that's an interesting name what uh yes. the, what
1: is the background of mc well uh my parents got it from the bible of all places oh but it's not really like anyone mine too mike yeah
0: yeah see yeah. <laughs> you know, we were all saints though <laughs> yeah so what is mc it means uh strength
1: strength yeah. okay in... I, 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 in bible language in bible language yeah <laughs> sanskrit i don't know yeah but uh, I guess I didn't really like it, because it's not even anyone popular from the Bible. So it's not <laughs> like people know who AMC is. It's not like Moses or something. Right. Moses, David, Jonathan. So. Satan, Michael. We met through
0: uh, Tyler Smith, who did this mm-hmm. show before. And uh, he sent me an email saying, I know this guy who just came back from backpacking all around Europe. And uh, is this was your first trip. My first
1: trip? Uh, out of the country. Out of the country. No no it wasn't well, okay i was actually born outside of the country uh what country was that that i was born in guatemala guatemala okay yes. do you know where that is
0: i do know where that okay. is okay
1: there are some people you'd be surprised oh, I know.
0: So. americans in geography are not the best thing it. but it's <laughs> yes. all in the news lately you know guatemala very big in the news yeah <laughs> apparently a lot of visitors are coming okay uh yeah uh how old were you when you when you came here Two? Okay, so you've been,
1: you grew up here. Yeah, I grew up in LA. I just, I I mean, I don't remember. We've gone back to visit, but I don't remember a whole lot of of actually being born there. Right, right. Or even moving, for that matter.
0: So, you are a young man of what age?
1: Uh, I'm not as young as uh, (laughs) I'd like to be, I guess. None (laughs) of us uh, are. I'm telling you right now. I'm 25.
0: Okay, 25. A young man. And you're a student? Sort of. I am. I'm a full time student, a music major. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Tyler said that you, he was talking to you somewhere. You, you go to the same, as it church group or something? <gasps> kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, you had all these stories from uh, your travels. You just went backpacking in Europe, is that it? I did. I just okay. went backpacking in Europe. How long were you there? Four and a half weeks. Four and a half weeks. Okay. I know. It's now, previously, other than Guatemala, where have you been
1: outside of the U.S.? I've been, to, uh, I've been to Mexico, I've been to Peru, and I've been to the Dominican Republic. Okay.
0: So all uh, Central or South America? Sort of-ish, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So this was your first European trip? No, this is my second European trip.
0: Okay, well, you left that out when I just <laughs> asked you.
1: I, uh, okay, where, where, where did you go before this? I went to France, oh. Holland, and Germany. Oh, okay. And how yeah. old were you when you did that? 19... Maybe. Oh okay. I so it was maybe. like
0: an after high school kind of let's go. Or oh, were you studying or So it something? was
1: it was actually with, with a uh, a group from a church organization that we went to uh to these different places. And so it was Paris and then it was in Amsterdam and then it was uh Berlin. Were you doing uh, charity work? Or were you like yeah, dealing with youth of. or what like, were you doing? Like youth group kind of stuff, you know, from different churches, and that's those are the connections that we had there. And so we were there for only a week in each country, and I realized, and when you're traveling, I guess, with like a big group of people, you're sort of constrained in where you're allowed to go, for how long, and so I really liked it there, and I was like, uh, yeah, I have to come back. Not with the 20-something other people right. that are with me. You know? You're kind of in a bubble so, going right yeah. now, really mixing yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we got to see some of the stuff, but not, not a whole lot, you know. And uh, I guess there was no room for spontaneous adventure, whatever that means. Oh. Well, but uh, so. for
0: someone who had only been, like you said, around to Central or South America, mm-hmm. and then you go to Europe for the first time, which some a place you've been seeing in photos and movies and, yeah. you know, hearing about your whole life. What were some of the things that uh that kind of blew you away about the place or really made an impact? Well,
1: my first time or now? Your first time. The first time uh just it was it was um okay, so I've been to to most of you know, I've been to Central America and South America and all this stuff. And even though it's a different country and it's it's a different culture, I guess I didn't really have um, a language barrier. I speak Spanish, and uh, you didn't have it here either. No, I didn't. That have really helps. Either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we fly into France though, and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, Your Spanish ain't gonna different. help you here. No. <laughs> 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 and so, so yeah, it was. I think the biggest shock was, was like. There is a language barrier now for me, you mm-hmm. know. And um Welcome to my world. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. But uh and even like when we were doing like if I was speaking, I had to speak with a translator and that was that was new to me, you know. It's like I was I was always the one uh translating and now I'm, I'm <laughs> the one who's needing a translator and you know, it's kind of weird at first cuz You speak for a long time and it's like, oh, that's right. I should probably stop and let the person who's translating, you know, (laughs) catch what I'm saying. Because they're just like (laughs) sort of looking at me like, are you done? Can I speak now?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, did that give you a little kind of insight when you see, um, I don't know, just like like your typical American who doesn't know Spanish, ends up in a Spanish neighborhood and he's lost. And, uh, you know, or you're in the elevator and someone's speaking a different language. You're going, they're probably talking about me. I know they're talking uh, about me.
1: Probably. Yeah. I, I don't they, know if, like, you, a you certain gotta, to a certain point, it's sort of just paranoia. You know, it, or, <laughs> exactly. I know. But you think yeah. it, right? He's you, like,
0: yeah, they're probably talking about maybe, me. Maybe, Possibly. One more nine times. Sometimes they are, but nine times, up. They, they, they don't care. They yep. don't care. Just, yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah, they
1: don't care. Uh, so you were only there for a few weeks. In, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It was one week in each country, so, and like I said, we were really, um, in, we were in churches, we were, you know, we weren't really, I guess, doing a whole lot of sightseeing. I mean, we did get, like, a day in each, in each country where we actually got to see, like, in in Paris, we got to see the Eiffel Tower. Right, right. You did the touristy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so, but that was, like, the little teaser that made you go, I gotta come back. It was a little teaser, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: And now you finally made it back. Six I, years later. Six years later, <laughs> I made it back. Yeah, and I also um, I actually took a, a foreign language course at school too, so uh, my French is slightly better. Okay, uh, if that helps at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they say you already you you already know two languages, and mm-hmm. they say that people know a couple that learning a third or fourth is a little easier for them because uh, you're used to switching back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Yeah,
1: and you understand the whole concept of, like, uh, words don't literally translate the same, you know, and so you just accept idiomatic phrases for what they are.
0: I would think going from French to Spanish, or from Spanish to French, is easier than going from English to French. I don't know, with the masculine-feminine thing, because I've taken both in school. Oh, okay. And there's a little bit of that, and there are similarities to the word. I mean, they're all Latin-based, and especially the Romance languages can be very similar. Okay. And Italian is is very similar to Spanish.
1: Yes, it is, but I have well, we'll get to Italy. In, oh, okay. So you did yeah, go there. Okay, yeah.
0: so you planned this trip. <laughs> and uh you had four and a half weeks. I did have, And I, you're solo. You went solo? Yes, I did do solo. Okay, okay. Well, this is a big this is a big deal. I think <laughs> I was This
1: is the biggest deal of my life yeah. so far.
0: <laughs> my first solo trip outside of the country was uh at about I was thinking it was uh I was older than you so i was probably about uh, 28 i traveled around the uh, u.s a lot alone but okay. not overseas and, yeah and i went i chickened out i went to uh australia so that oh, was uh, new zealand <laughs> so there was no big barrier there right but um well
1: there's well, the lingo's <laughs> differently because i ran into well yeah, you know, slang, you into people it's like you hear them talk especially the australians that i had as, as roommates i'm just like yeah,
0: are we speaking the
1: same language? And you, I don't you, think we are.
0: Okay, so you book it. How much of the four and a half weeks did you have planned out, or did you say I'm just going to freewheel it? Did you get the URL pass and just do that?
1: I did get the URL pass. Here's what happened: I have, um, I after high school, I went to I went to college in Dallas. It was a, it was a Christian college, and there was a huge population of uh, international students, and so you have students from all of, all different parts of the world. And I befriended several of them who were European. And um, after I'd left school in Dallas, I came back here. But before leaving, you know, there's always that whole conversation of, if you ever find yourself in Switzerland, you know, Mm -hmm. like you need a place to stay. You know, know, my my home is always open. And you're just kind of like... A lot of people say that, but you don't really think they're serious. yeah, Yeah, yeah. And probably because they know like 90 percent of the time that you're not really serious either about going to show up right and so it's just like okay yeah if i ever make it out to you know switzerland or something okay i'll keep that in (laughs) mind uh and so i and i guess i actually did keep that in mind yeah and i contacted everyone i knew because i had i had a few friends in, in different cities that i was staying in and i contacted i contacted them like a few months before and i was like Remember that one time we were in school and you told me uh if I needed a place to stay I could stay at your place and they're like are you cu- are you seriously thinking about showing up I'm like uh yeah maybe <laughs> so so um yeah I had I had a few few friends there which is um kind of uh, how I decided on some cities, you know, I was like, okay, I need, I want to go here and here and here because, you know, I have a place to stay. I don't really have to worry about lodging and spend money on that. So I think it'd be a good idea. Right.
0: Did you find that, um, like, I, I've, I found this one my first time I went there that that Europeans especially tend to be a really a lot more free with like giving out their yeah, just come stay, you know, yeah. much more than Americans are. Just opening their home to a stranger almost,
1: yeah. Know? it uh it was it was a little bit shocking you know it was a little bit shocking and um it wasn't so much i wasn't entirely surprised by the the friends that i knew even though we hadn't seen each other in in like six years but um there were times where even i i had to spend a night at another city and so they had to call one of their friends who had one of their friends open up their home to me and so it's like i don't even like know this person they're just like they're totally cool and they let me stay in their room and that kind of stuff And i'm like you realize I could steal something if yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that horrible? <laughs> what does that say about us? That like that's the
0: first. <laughs> we're so worried. We well, we are. Well, I I don't know.
1: I guess we are. We have yeah. a guard maybe of. Maybe f-
0: maybe think they would that, that you know that we come from a wealthy country. Then why would they steal? What are they going to steal from us? You know their TVs are bigger <laughs> than us. I mean, what are they going to take? You know. I guess they don't fear us. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it should they that yeah, what you know, they're well they're assuming we don't bring our guns. That's what they're assuming, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah. As long as we don't do that, then I think we're fine. Okay. So, what were the if, in like uh, the four and a half weeks? Give me kind of like your itinerary where you ended up. Okay.
1: I flew in and out of Germany cuz I had that's where I had the more uh Frankfurt? No. Uh, oh, really? Hamburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two things simply from just uh booking my my plane tickets. I realized uh my geography is kind of off. <laughs> so that being said, um, I booked an airport that wasn't as close as I thought it would be to the near the city where my friends are in. You know they have maps and GPS <laughs> now. You can, it's amazing what they've done.
0: Did you even look it up? I, did you? Like, uh, I got an atlas over there you can study if you. Like... I did, but I was so eager that I booked it before. Okay, the... so you you end up in Hamburg,
1: which is north. Mm-hmm. And where were you gonna go? Like Munich or something? No. They um they actually live in a small town that is about uh an hour and a half south of, of Hanover. So So how far from Hamburg? I'd say about about three and a half to four hours from on the train? From Hamburg on the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I I flew in and out of Germany because um that's where I had most of my uh, the biggest group of friends. And so I figured, okay, I'm going to spend maybe about five or six days with them before I start the actual backpacking part of the trip. Okay. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stay there a little bit longer. So I flew into Germany, Hamburg. And then from there, I was a small town called Bad Gendersham, which is about, like I said, an hour from, from Hanover. So from there, I left to Vienna, Austria, from Vienna to Zurich. Switzerland, Zurich down to Rome. And then from Rome, I went down to the island of Capri. Oh, you did? Yeah. Which is, I guess, it's like about an hour boat ride off the coast of Naples. Yeah, I've never been there. And then, oh, and then I went back up to Rome for about a day. That was not planned, but I'll get back to that. Okay. And then from Rome to Marseille, France. Oh, wow. You didn't Marseilles. do the
0: standard uh, Rome-Florence-Venice uh, triangle thing?
1: No, I didn't really do that because um, I, had, well, I had a, I had a, a contact in Marseille. And so one of the okay. – I mean, there's, there's so many good things about spending you know uh, time at someone's house. Oh, no. But one of, the, one of the, I guess, cons, you could say, is that you have to you, – you give them a date, and so you have to show up. Right, like, right. Right. I mean they're they're letting you if stay in your house. Before, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. they were kind of waiting for me. It's like I didn't really want to say like, hey, I'm actually gonna show up maybe about a week later. <laughs> <Yeah>. So then <laughs> so you went to Marseille. And then I went I went to Marseille, and then from Marseille I went to Barcelona, and then from Barcelona, oh, love Barcelona up to Yes. And then I went up to Paris and then from Paris to London. And then from London I flew back to Hanover, and then from Hanover back to the small town. And then from there to Hamburg. And, and then, then back here. Yeah, home. Well that's a good little trip.
0: Little well, mm. I mean
1: that's you know you know what I mean that's a, well you got to see a lot in a in a small. Period I did of time. I did get to see a lot and I didn't I mean I didn't go to to all the cities that I had originally planned but you can go back was, you know yes that's the plan to go back so. <laughs> And you made it to Spain,
0: where your language came. Well, I mean, Barcelona—they have a crazy Spanish over there. They, well, and
1: Catalan. Yeah, they do, and they have, and they have Catalan, and, and that's a whole different ball game. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Yeah. Where did they How think that? you were from when you spoke Spanish? Mm, depends which country I was in.
0: They said I sounded like a Mexican when I would speak Spanish. Really? Yeah. And I said, well, that's. Because all the Mexican—that's uh, <laughs> all the Spanish I've heard my whole life. You know, no, I that's, guess that's the accent I know. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Well, if I was if I was speaking Spanish in Italy, they thought I was from Spain. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then from if I was in, in Spain, they probably thought I was somewhere from like Central America mm-hmm. or Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I mean, when I speak Spanish, I don't I don't really have I guess like what you would call like an american accent when i speak it and so uh <laughs> like, it's not like, like lho yeah like a yeah hey que paso holmes no but it's not it's not even like like uh like hola como estas <laughs> oh yeah you know so it's like because you i mean I, like me know, speaking like, it. no but i mean i have a lot of friends who are hispanic but they they grew up here and they were born here and so their right. spanish sounds very very american it just sounds like it doesn't sound authentic or it as,
0: would sound like as, their parents you know like whatever their parents you know yeah yeah yeah
1: and so in spain they they just thought i was they just thought i was like from central america they didn't think like okay he's hispanic but he's he's obviously american because you know he's got like an american accent on his spanish or anything right okay so you
0: went through all these you land in germany you know it's so safe and clean and the trains run to the second Mm -hmm, they do super efficient yeah and I so don't
1: know. Switzerland's kind of up there, too. Well, Switzerland too. is up there. And yeah. by the way,
0: I was in Zurich was it a few years ago, and that was the most expensive city I'd been to. In I long agree. T- Zurich is crazy expensive. I agree 100%. It was nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, you had a budget, I'm sure.
1: Yes, I did. But thank God I had someone to stay with in Zurich. That helps Oh, yeah. That's huge. Yes. That's huge. That was amazing.
0: Uh, so, did you stay within your budget? Did you wipe it out? What happened? <sighs> Dollar's a little weak right now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the best time. Um, the euro was a tough one.
1: Yeah, I had a euro, too. I had a euro pass. No, um, the euro, the money. Oh, the euro. Yeah, yeah. the euro. I yeah. think it's like a buck. Yeah. One like Euro's one, over, like, 133 yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, right now. It's crazy. When it started, it was right. like 70-something cents to yeah. the dollar. I Surprisingly, I actually did. I, I did stay within my budget. I even had, believe it or not, money left over. Uh-huh. That doesn't happen when you go to Europe, no, I guess. especially yeah. if you hit Zurich in, those, in Germany. Yeah, I had, I had a little bit of
0: money left over. That's great. So,
1: overall, it was pretty good.
0: Well, staying with people is huge. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: what places did you not stay with friends, or did you stay with people everywhere? No, I stayed with people, um, I had a friend in Zurich, and then I had a friend of a professor in Marseille, and then Germany, obviously, and then friends in London. Okay, and well,
0: London—that's another huge one. Yes. if you can save money there, then yeah, you, that you're winning. Yeah, and that was it. So the other places—did you do the hostels? I did do the hostels. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Give me the hostel story. That's where you meet the crazy Australians. The yeah, uh, yeah the guys. You know, well, okay. Dancing to techno to, music at two in the morning <laughs> in in the next bunk. Yeah, I know. Okay, what was the craziest
1: so, situation? Uh, well. Here's the thing. This is like I said. This is my first time doing something like this, and so right. I'd never stayed in a hostel. I'd never. I didn't even. To be honest with you, I didn't really know exactly what it was to begin with. I was like, okay, is it just like a cheaper hotel? Is it? Yeah. I know I sound completely naive right now. Like, this did you live in a dorm in college? I mean, I did. I okay. was in a dorm, and so that's that's kind yeah, of what it's kind it, of got it, that feel, sort of, yeah. And so the first the first hostel that I stayed at, I'm glad I stayed there, but it was not a good representation of the other hostels to come <laughs> so and by that i mean the hostel was actually really nice yeah where was it? in germany in vienna oh v- yeah well, vienna you know, was vienna. the first place yeah. that i stayed in the hostel and so it was kind of far from the train station but the building looked new um and so i walked in i i went to the front counter no reservation no nothing just walked in i said i wanted a room they said okay and they gave me a key and i went up to my room and and the dorm the it was it was really nice it was like 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 a wooden panel floor oh you got spoiled it had, you got I spoiled did. on your first yeah okay. which is not a good thing now that i think <laughs> about it and um the dorm had its own bathroom and its own shower well you had your own personal own personal yeah you didn't have to share it with anybody uh it was for, for the dorm so but like the dorm was for four, four i guess guys. the standard is so four like a guys quad. you like yes. a, a quad room but there were um I guess two guys never showed up so it was like a semi private oh, yeah it was just me and someone else and so i thought it's just i'm paying for, not so yeah, bad. i'm paying for a four, uh, for a four person room and i got i kind of lucked out cuz there's only one other person here and i got my own my own <laughs> bathroom my own uh shower I love hostels. Yeah, These yeah. Are great. So, were you, were you prepared for like? I mean,
0: did you bring a, like a bedroll? Or I a brought a sleeping bag. You did bring a sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. So which, you had a big pack. You had a kind of a decent sized backpack. My backpack. You brought too much stuff,
1: didn't you? Mm. I think I did. Even yeah. though, even Most though, do. yeah, yeah. I, and here's I guess I guess for anyone who's I guess going to be backpacking or something, pack light, and then after you've packed light. Pack lighter than that. Yeah. And, so, and I did do that. And when I got to Germany, I had, a, I had a suitcase, and I left my suitcase at my friend's house. And from there, you know, I took my stuff in my backpack. And even there, I was like, why did I bring this? I don't need this. I don't need this. Yeah. I don't need this. Well, you learn over but, time. You, yeah. The more yeah. you
0: travel, you you learn to pack yeah. lighter and lighter. And then you realize that you're going to... It's Europe. You can... Buy anything there you need if you run out of you know. Oh
1: sure, yeah, because I had I had a
0: lot of money for no, that. No, <laughs> I mean, you underwear. I mean, how much is that? I mean, if it gets bad enough, yeah, you don't need it. And people will bring like, oh, I need this uh, other pair. You don't need it. How many yeah.
1: pairs of shoes did you use? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, what happened? No, I, I brought I brought I only took two pairs of shoes and then I took sandals also, but it was just. I realized I was like, what? I shouldn't. I should have just brought one pair of shoes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I brought shoes like like, which are actually the shoes I have on right well, now. You're going in the summer, so yeah. So you can pack a lot lighter in the summer. So that helps. Yeah, a Yeah, yeah. I had like actual walking shoes, and then I had like slightly nicer shoes, just yeah. because. <laughs> you know,
0: in case you went to like some fancy dinner somewhere. Uh,
1: yeah, maybe, or in case <laughs> or like a we went to and- so maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Oh, um. So. <laughs> you
0: travel how much was the, the so that first hostel was how much 17 euros a night 17 euro okay so I love you go Vienna from that, you go from that sweet Vienna yeah. hostel yeah.
1: and again this is this is my first time like in a hostel so I mean uh, yeah I might have been a little nervous to meet to see who I, who I was going to meet because in a dorm in college you know to a certain point you just expect okay this other person is a student you know we're right. kind of whatever it's like it's not really that big of a deal this can be anybody from the world you know and so he he had all his stuff laid out and so I was like, okay and he had he had just money lying on his bed too. And yeah, I, was trustworthy like, guy. I was like, This guy he well, you know, he's used to this or whatever and was so, this an Aussie guy? So, no, he was not. Oh. But I uh uh I'm lying in my bed like fifteen minutes after I get there and he, he walks in and I'm like, I have no idea who this is and I look and he's Asian and so um my first my first thought is just like okay i hope he speaks english otherwise we're not we're not gonna get anywhere <laughs> and i say and again you don't ever want to assume anything about anyone just because of the way they look because there's people it's like they might not even speak whatever language or anything and so i say kind of hesitantly hi and then he says he says hello i'm freddie uh, <laughs> He was, I was British. like i was like Oh hi. Uh, yeah, this I'm is, This nice is gonna to be easy. You. This is good. Yeah, yeah. And so and then I asked him I was like, Where are you from? And he's like uh he's like I grew up in I was like well I'm Chinese, but I grew up in Johannesburg. Oh, and, South African. Uh, uh studying in Portugal and now I'm here in Vienna and I want wow. to be an interpreter, he said. I was like well, he's out oh, his way. interesting! Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Where are you from?" And then it kind of sounded kind of boring. It's like, "Oh, I'm just from L.A. Yeah. I'm from L.A." <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. you only speak two languages? I he's know. Like, right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He spoke, he spoke Mandarin, English, and uh, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I do miss that part because I'm too old now to stay in dorms.
0: I don't want to be like the old man uh, there, and you yeah. know, have somebody call me pops, someone yeah. like you. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I do miss the thing about, you know, I've tra- I still travel a lot, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. alone. And mm-hmm. that was one really good thing about the hostels is that you'd meet so many people, you mm-hmm. know, and then you, you just connect. And now, not to date myself here, but when I was staying in them, there wasn't uh, the Internet. right So staying in touch with people was really hard. You know, uh, you I mean, you could easily... Call people. Did you have a, a working phone there? Well, how did you work it? Did you did you bring a
1: laptop, or did you just use your Wi Fi? Wi Fi yeah, on okay. the phone. Yeah. No, I didn't have like a. I turned my cellular data off as soon as it's, yeah, I, absolutely. As you soon can, as I come got back there. to a ten thousand yeah, dollar bill. Yeah. Except when I was leaving Paris to London, but I, I'll get to that okay. later. Yeah, I had trouble there. Is but, there like a hostile app? No, you can just find them in every city. I am sure there's got to be right. I am sure there is, but the only I had the um, the URL pass as an app. Oh, perfect. Yeah, which works offline. Oh. That's Thank great. God for that. Man, that's <laughs> Thank great. Thank God for that.
0: So, okay, so you get down. So we're in Vienna at the Sweet Hostel. Yeah, it's pretty and Sweet
1: that, Hostel. I'm like, this, this is,
0: I love hostels. And I could now you're going to go there. south.
1: <laughs> and now it's going to get sketchy. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to Italy, didn't you? I did, because from there I went to Zurich, and so I was at, at my friend's house. And okay, so that's easy. Uh, it, was, it was simple, and, and, you know, it was cool, whatever. Uh, I loved Zurich, by the way. It's just amazing. Anyways, I get down to, to Italy and I'm like, all right, another hostel. But before I left, I couldn't, I couldn't actually book one online. Cause I also had my iPad with me. Oh. And so, yeah. um, I was trying to find, you know, hostels online. Um, and I did not find, uh, a re- I couldn't book a reservation. Everything was full. In which and so town? I thought, Rome. Oh, in Rome. Okay. Yeah. Rome. And so I thought, no big deal. Uh, I was able to walk into, you know, Austin, Vienna and, and just yeah. book one on, on the spot and so I should be able to do that in, in Rome. When were you there? I was just, I was just there last month. Mm. I was there about the uh, first
0: week of July. I was there like the 20, maybe the 20th or the 21st of June. Okay. So yeah. you were there, not to get off track, you were there during the World Cup.
1: Yes! That's, and and in, were you there in Germany when they won? I was in Germany with my friends when oh, they won. Oh, awesome. Who who gets to say that, that really? Is it's awesome. Like, hey, do you remember when when Germany won the World Cup? Yeah, I was in Germany, oh. you know, with friends doing that, partying it up. Cuz every so. cause
0: I had, I was in Croatia and then Italy.
1: Yeah. And then I got to Croatia. Fan? Yeah. So okay. I got
0: to Croatia and you know, I saw them crash out of the tournament. Yeah. You know, I saw them lose to Mexico. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went from there to Italy, and Italy had already, you know, didn't even make the out-of-the-group stage, yeah, yeah. so they were out of it, mm-hmm. so it just kind of was a drag. And then, but then I saw America play Belgium in Rome, okay. in Campo um, di Fiori, and that was yeah. great. I mean, yeah. I mean I was it was in, a great game. We lost, yeah. but
1: it was a great game. Yeah, I was in Barcelona when that happened. Oh, fun. Yeah, and what? the hostel I was saying, there was a lot of Americans, too, and there were a few Europeans who were, of course, rooting for Belgium. and it's just Of course. The, uh, I, I love... My American, you know, fellow <laughs> people. But they were they were kind of being like the like the typical obnoxious, American. yeah, Americans. It's yeah. like oh Boom. this is why people hate us. You yeah, know? yeah, I know. I saw a bunch of that. <laughs> I know, I have
0: to apologize. Yeah. All you can yeah. do is be a good representative. Yeah. Of the country. I guess so. <laughs> Where were you in Germany when they won? What's the friend's place?
1: Yeah, I was back at my friend's place. But they must have been going nuts. That must have been so fun. It was it was it was Incredible. Well, what time of it day was this, that? It must have been late in the evening, right? It was almost midnight. Yeah, yeah, because the games were. Um, I think the first one was at seven or eight o'clock, and right? Then and then ten, and then twelve. Yeah, 7. Croatia was late. Yeah. I remember we were yeah. watching into the, the night. Yeah, but yeah, that must have been so much fun. Yeah, they 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 stood up and and sang their 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 national anthem and right now you're everything. drinking it at all and so uh socially but okay that here's night, the thing. Here's that the night thing. it must have been forced I, on you the, uh, here's the thing though i don't drink beer oh yeah <laughs> it
0: was all lost
1: on you in germany <laughs> but i you're the I one had guy to, with a wine over there in the <laughs> <Yeah>. corner <laughs> I'll, I'll have i'll have um I'll have pretty much anything else, you know, but I don't know. I know it's beer's sort of an acquired taste and I don't I just it hasn't been able to never acquired it, n- huh? Not really. Not even in Germany but, where it's good. Uh, I I was kind of forced to a little bit to sort of take in so I was right. like I was like <laughs> I had to just convince myself that it was like something else. I don't know. But yeah. So then you get to Italy at a what a nightmare hostel. Yeah, cuz I got there. Well, I in, had I in had, Rome. <clears throat> Rome is not easy to navigate if you don't know what you're what you're doing. It's a big place. Yes, Italy was a love and hate relationship. It really was, and I, I hope I don't offend anyone saying that. But it was just oh, okay. <laughs> it, it really was just a love and hate relationship. I had I had trouble even before getting to Rome. Uh, I missed three connecting or three possibly connecting uh, trains in Milan. Oh, to get there, okay. yeah, and so. Even before arriving to my destination in Rome, I was just like, oh, "I don't like." So this now you're place tired anymore. and pissed off. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the trains—was it a, a scheduling problem, or yeah, or yeah, is I, it
1: the Italians went on strike and no, know, it was up? it was it was a delay of trains. Shocking in Italy. Yeah, right? I know. It's yeah. a delay uh, of trains. leaving. This didn't happen in Germany. This didn't happen in Germany. This didn't happen in no, Zurich. it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody told me, like the German guy
0: told me when I was there, he said, y- you take the train there. If it's five minutes late, you can go complain and get your money back. Wow. And they do. That's how efficient wow. they are.
1: That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's how very, efficient that's they are. That's very impressive, actually. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, scary in a way. <laughs> but go on. So, uh, you got out of Milan. I got out of Milan, and um, it was late. And so I had maybe like about 10 or 20 minutes, and I had to book a reservation, too, and I hadn't done that yet. And so I had to make a line to to get a reservation. And, of course, I, I'm very new to train stations. I am I grew up here in L.A. Ne- yeah. I've never where's taken the car? a train here. Yeah. Where's-, <laughs> <laughs> where's Uber? Can I Uber my way over there? Uh, so you're stuck in Milan? Stuck so in just for like a few, uh, maybe about an hour more than I thought, because i getting into wrong lines the whole time. You know, you're in oh, line yeah. for like 20 minutes, and then you ask, you know, I need to book this reservation it's like okay you want to get in the other line over there it's like i wish i would have known that 20 minutes ago and now i've missed a connecting train mm. and so um so i leave milan maybe like about an hour and a half later and then i get to rome i get to rome maybe like about six thirty-seven, and so i'm like okay i get out and um at the train station there was wi-fi and so i basically my my looking for a hostel consisted of uh the apple maps Type in hostel, and where, wherever the pins fall, I'll just go there. Okay. And so I went. Boy, there. it's changed since <laughs> I did this. <laughs> and so and so I I went to the first hostel I went to. Um, they were booked like six thirty-seven at, at night. Six thirty-seven yeah, at night, usually, you know. Yeah. So, and also at this hour, uh, Italy is playing.
0: Uh, oh, they're in the World yeah, Cup. Yeah,
1: they're, they're still in the World Cup. And so they're playing. So the whole country shut they're down like, to watch this thing. Restaurants, everyone is just, yeah. people who aren't even eating at the restaurant crowd around the TV they have outside, you know, to watch the game. And so so I go into the first hostel and, and ask for a room. There's nothing there. So I go to the next hostel, maybe like about two blocks down, and there's nothing there. And they said, you can try upstairs. Upstairs, there's, there's another hostel. I try there, and there's nothing there. Mm. I'm panicking now, slightly. I'm slightly panicking because <laughs> yeah. uh, I realized it sort of hit me that if I don't find something right now, I'm going to be sleeping in the park with those homeless people who I saw, you know, on my way here. And so, um, so I go to another, I think I went to maybe about four or five hostels. And on the fifth hostel, um, I asked the guy um, if he had a room and he said no. And so, I told him look, I need a place to stay tonight because I have nowhere to go. And if I don't find somewhere, I'm probably going to be sleeping out in the park or something. I told him, can I at least use your Wi-Fi, please, to find something online again? And he said, we, we don't really give out you know, the, the password to people who aren't staying at the, at the hostel. And I'm telling you, I've never begged for something in my <laughs> life before like I did for Wi-Fi there. And I, I told him, Please, please, I, I, you have no idea how bad I need this. May I please use your Wi-Fi? And so I think he kind of saw how desperate I was. And so he said, okay, he let me use his Wi-Fi. And I, I, I was on it for like maybe about 10 or 15 minutes and nothing was coming up. And so I finally found one that said they had one room available. And so, um, but I had to call ahead. And again, I didn't have a phone that worked there. And so I was at, once again, I was at this man's mercy and Mm -hmm. I asked him, I found it. Look, look, I showed him I found a room. Uh, Can I please use your phone to call this hostel? And so he kind of had this look like, you're pushing your luck. right? And so I I called the hostel and I told him, uh, I'm on your website and it says that you have a room available. Can I please, uh, I'd like to uh, reserve it. And he said, okay, how long till you get here? I was like... 10-15 minutes I'm walking he says okay normally we don't hold rooms but um," he's like I'll hold it for 10 minutes you know if you're not here in 10 minutes then I have to you know give it to whoever comes I was like I'm leaving right now and so I hang up I, I thank the guy like a million times and I I just book it down the stairs to the hostel and i get there sweaty as hell because i have this backpack on me and right. and so and it's, hot it's it's and you're hot you're in the city and i'm in the city and i was so grateful just that that i had somewhere to stay that night but i get there and it was kind of shady cuz they were they were selling it to me they were selling it to me for a price that was it was not the price that was on the on the internet and so the front desk guy he kind of goes back to the to the manager the owner whatever and they're speaking in italian or whatever and he's like okay we'll give it to you for the price that's on the uh yeah. on the website and i was like okay and uh that hostel was very gritty it was very <laughs> um like like the buildings in hollywood kind of gritty yeah, yeah you know like they're just they're sort of run down you walk in and you think like this is this looks like some you know like building in and, and like you know urban city kind of like you know yeah. which it and is so, it is <laughs> but it's just like i like i said a, i was super old city yeah i was i was i was kind of spoiled because right? i was i up until now the only hostel i was at was in in vienna yeah, vienna yeah had a really nice hostel living large <laughs> and so i went i went to um so it's very very gritty i go up to the to my room and um it was a mattress on a floor, mm-hmm. or so I thought, and then I realized that it's just too, um, like the back part of, of couches, you know? I don't really know if those things have a name or anything. The back part of couches, there's... <laughs> like a cushion. There, there, yeah, they are two cushions, and they're put together with a bed sheet on top of them, <laughs> and that was my bed. That was how my How much? Bed. Do you remember how much it was? 33. Wow. 33 euros. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was almost almost twice as expensive as the hostel in Vienna for two cushions <laughs> with a bed sheet on 10, top of them. 10% is nice. Yeah. So
0: you did one day there, I'm assuming, and then you had to, like, the next morning you immediately went on a search for a
1: new place? Well, <laughs> unwillingly, uh, yeah, I was sort of obligated to because they said, you can stay here, but we only have one night available. And then after that, you have to find somewhere else and so um and the bathroom oh my god the bathroom i can't Um, imagine it was three the hostel was three floors it was four people to a room and it was four rooms to a floor and each floor had one bathroom so it was 16 people for one bathroom Mm -hmm. and it looked like 16 people used that no shower (laughs) is going to happen that night you can just skip the shower that night. yeah Every time we go to the bathroom, you knock on the door, there's someone there. Okay, I'll come back five minutes later. You go back, and there's someone else yeah. there. It's just like, and finally you get in there, and it's just like, good God, what is this? <laughs> toothpaste running down a sink, yeah. and the toilet's kind of flooded with water. I think it's water. I don't know what else it could be. You know? And it's just but like, you've
0: seen, I mean, having been to at least. <clears throat> you know some south and central america you've seen some gritty stuff i'm yeah, sure yeah I
1: mean, my that's well not like my eye-opening it's it's not that eye-opening but it's just it's it's kind of i um, wasn't really expecting <laughs> all that you know and so yeah they're grab bag um, hostels you never know yeah, what you're gonna get yeah well i mean the only places that i've sort of seen kind of like that stuff um my family is sort of like more on the countryside of of, right. of guatemala and um Technology is a little bit behind there. Yeah. You know? Oh, and yeah. So the bathroom, up until I'd say maybe about ten years ago, uh, about ten years ago, the bathroom is a hole that outside. That hole behind where the where the the barn thing for the pigs is. Mm. You know, the, the ba- That's a bathroom, and it's just like like a curtain or something like that. So yeah. I was like, okay. But I I figured you know it's kind of like a third world country kind of thing, and then I get to Italy and I was like, oh, it's, it's this is. I mean it's a toilet but it's yeah it's a very weird toilet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so how many days did you end up being in Rome? 2. Did you Oh that's it. Did I was you in Rome get to see some sights? I was in Rome for 2 days. I did not get to see a single thing. Which is why I had to go back another day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't see the Colosseum. You didn't see anything. I didn't see any of that because Rome I was so... Rome is very walkable. I mean, you can see a lot in yeah. a day. Yeah. because if you don't go into any place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I was, I was so concerned. Like, I was that night, I didn't even sleep a whole lot because I was up to like one in the morning uh, trying to find a hostel the next day. Right, right. To find somewhere to stay or otherwise I was going to have the same problem. And so, I found one. Uh, and again, the floor I was at, the Wi-Fi wouldn't reach that far, and so you have to. Yeah. And, and the recep the, the front desk thing is, is closed now. So it's if you sit by the door, you can have like access to the Wi-Fi. So there's you're basically sitting on the on the staircase, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of chilling there, and people With everybody else by. stealing yeah, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, and the next the next hostel I booked was actually only twelve euros, but it was more like on the uh, like on the outskirts of Rome. It was yeah. a little bit further away. But that was kind of nice. That's where I sort of... That was actually my first hostile good experience, you know, where you meet people from other parts of the world and you guys talk and and, and just chat. And I met... Uh, there were some French-Canadian guys who were there. And then there were, um, there were a few Americans. Uh, and one of the Americans, actually, that was there talk about a small world he's like um we say hi to each other and then i ask him where are you from and then again because you don't ever want to assume he's like you know well, i'm from the states and i was like oh me too and then he's like yeah i'm from uh i'm from california and i was like oh so am i mm-hmm. and he's like oh that's so cool yeah but i'm from southern california and i'm like hey me too i'm from southern california <laughs> from what part he's like i'm from la and i was like I'm from L.A. too. <laughs> like, what part? is, like, Thousand Oaks? I was like, oh, cool, I'm from Northridge. And so, yeah. yeah, it turns out, like, in the in the spectrum of, like, the entire world, it was like, you were practically neighbors, you know? And so when we did say bye, it's like, we'll probably run into each other at some, you know, place or something. So, But I really enjoyed that hostel because even though it wasn't, like, in the city, it was like, like I said, that was, like, the first experience of, like, just – exchanging stories great. and and meeting, you know, all different kinds of people and it was it was actually kind of nice because everyone there was either bilingual or trilingual, you know. And not that it's looked down upon or anything, but it was kind of like yeah, I speak more than one language too, you know. It's yeah. like I get to hold my ground or whatever. And right. so yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you'd see how the big advantage is, you know, when I tell people this that, you know, if you speak English, I mean, the one unifying language in all those places, is English. English, yeah. And that's yeah. how everybody, you know, a Belgian yeah. guy will talk to a guy from, uh, you know, Russia, yeah. and they're speaking English. Yeah, you and, know? and they the,
1: both have like these really, you know, heavy yeah. accents, but it's like, it's English, you know? But it's just, it's interesting because Italy is actually the place where I had the biggest language barrier yeah. out of all the places, you know?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of them, like well, the Northern European, like Germans and uh, maybe the Austrians as well, they learned it in school from a young age.
1: Yeah, it's required, you know. But the uh, yeah, uh, Italy, it's not. <laughs> yeah, my my friend in Zurich spoke uh, Swiss German, obviously. Right. She spoke Swiss German, German, English, a little bit of French, and Japanese. Japanese fluently. She lived in Japan for about four years. Oh God! Okay. And so I mean, and she has a love for languages too. But it's just, it's one of those things where she's like, I can't imagine like being to, uh having to only express myself in one language. It's just yeah, like. I I can't. I feel like there's like a hindrance <laughs> on me, and I'm like, yeah. I kind of see. Yeah. Well, the Japanese
0: so. a lot of that's another one. I mean, if you grow up speaking, uh, you can only use it in Japan. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. they they have to learn language in the schools, but they have learned English. But the um, a lot of them just learn it for the tests, and then they forget if they, cause yeah. they don't use it that yeah. much. Yeah. And so I found places there that was kind of tough with the English, right? You know. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so moving on to like the whole thing. I mean, just kind of like. Going through it of all those places, like when you say we went to Capri, mm-hmm. Capri, whatever. I mean, yeah. you must have known somebody there because that's kind of out of the way.
1: That's not a big stop on the. I'm sure it's lovely, but I, mean, I knew no one in Capri. Well, so why'd you pick it? <laughs> because I I was on I was on. Somebody told you about it in a hostel? No. No one told me about it in a hostel. <laughs> I had decided that I wanted to go there before I left the States, actually. What, did you see it in a movie or something? And you just said, I, I uh, to that place. I don't want to say where I... I saw, it on, I saw it on Pinterest. I was on Pinterest. <laughs> and uh, I figured I was like... I, I literally... I'm telling you, this whole trip was like so... My booking it, it was so on the spot. Like I literally typed in European beaches on Pinterest, mm-hmm. and I saw like you know like the typical like very clear things. yeah, and I was like, "Well, this place looks really nice." And I was like, "Where is this Cap Capri?" Italy. Okay, all right, I'll put that on my list of places <laughs> I want to go. And so I decided, okay, I want to go to I want to go to Capri, and I, I realized that it's actually pronounced Capri and not Capri. Yeah, because I had um, even in Italy when I would tell people I want to go to capri and they're like uh where you know like capri uh like oh capri capri yeah capri and i was like yes capri Capri. thank you sorry i'm an american (laughs) yeah yeah so uh that that's how i decided that i wanted to go there uh via pinterest google european beaches (laughs) the very the one that looks the nicest and it turned out to be um capri did it live up to it that was probably my favorite place of the entire trip. Right, it was paradise. It was just absolute paradise. It was, it was exactly what you know the pictures look like. I I couldn't believe that I sort of just decided to go there, but I'm really glad that I did. It was just, oh
0: my god! I sometimes the best stuff goes off the beaten path, and I'm sure it's not yeah. like sure there
1: were tourists there, but I'm sure it was a lot of mostly Italians. Probably, it was right. It was the dock had. Um, Obviously, a lot of tourists right there because you know the s- shops, uh, restaurants, and, and everything. So it's a ferry from yeah. Naples. From Naples, yeah. How long was the ferry? Go to? An, an hour. Oh, that's not. It bad, was an man. hour. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could go from from. Um, I can't remember the name of the other city, but it was not in Naples, and so Naples was just the best place to go. So I went from right. Rome to Naples. I uh, I took a, a bus ride from Naples to the um, to the dock. And even that was a task, but that was another instant where um, where uh, the woman at the uh, at the ticket counter. I told her, "How do I get to Capri from here?" And she's like, "Where?" And I was like, Cap- um, <clears throat> Capri. Capri." Ah, you want to go to Capri? Ah, she was si, like ah, yes, si, yes, yeah. okay. So it's like we're, we're now <laughs> Monteban. Yeah, and so so it was an hour of uh, an hour ride on the ferry. Yeah. And uh I had I had booked my hostel because I learned my lesson. Um <laughs> however I did not um book like a like a I didn't really make sure if there was like a shuttle or something that went from the from the uh, dock to the hostel. So now, you, cab ride? Yeah, or like a cab ride or something. Um and so I had to walk a long time. It's very hot in Capri, Italy. Mm-hmm. I was drenched in sweat by the time I got to the hostel. And the guy looked at me at the front desk. He's like, did you walk? And I was like, yes. And he was like, you're crazy. Yes. You're absolutely crazy. I was like, but yeah, I did. And so the the dock, there's it's very you know touristy and stuff. And then there's a portion. And afterwards, I realized there's a cable car that goes from the dock all the way up to the main plaza. So I could have taken that, but I was just... Dumb. Nah, you're Lesson a young, learned. healthy man. Lesson learned. Yeah, See, you're gonna make all these things with the trains. You're gonna miss
0: trains. You're gonna learn that. I mean, but that's we've all gone through it. I mean, yeah. and, and then you take your next trip, you'll get a little better. And you know, it's just like it happens.
1: Yeah, it does. It's a rite of passage, really. <laughs> of, of any, so if oh, all these, believe me, I got my rite of passage <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> so, give, what was a
0: if you had to pinpoint the worst experience of all that. Were any of those up there, or was there something even worse? Like, of the there was trip? something
1: worse. Uh, I had to spend a night at, at a train station. Oh, I've done that, yeah. In, in, uh, in Italy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. In Italy, yes. Which town? Ventimiglia. Oh. It's the last town before crossing into the um, French border, the border yeah, of yeah, Italy yeah, and yeah. France. It's Ventimiglia, and then I guess the next town... Or the next train, sh- train station uh, stop is Nice. Yeah.
0: Does, yeah. It goes through Monaco? or is it, I'm not to... sure. All right. I'm not exactly sure. So
1: they stopped you at the border? You had to change <sighs> Here's trains? the thing. a Part of it was my fault. Um, and part of it was <laughs> the, the Italian train system. Yeah, I love Italy, by the way. It's not like I'm ragging on Italy or anything. No, it sounds like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do love Italy. And even though I had the biggest language barrier there, I just... People... That, I they're they're very uh, interesting to watch how they talk and so um, and again I'm I'm am I'm a music major uh, specifically a singer and so and even though I want to do. Um, I guess contemporary music or, or contemporary pop music. You study classical first, and for a singer, that means learning to sing in French, yeah. Uh, opera, yeah, yeah opera. Yeah. Learning to sing Italian. in French, German, and Italian. Yeah, and uh, German was the hardest, but just yeah. Italian. Italian. I don't want to hear anything just, sung in German. That yeah. sounds. <laughs> Italian was always. Um, I had the biggest. Uh, I had the hardest time figuring out, like finding the character in the Italian, you know, Mm -hmm. because my teacher would always be like, you don't sound like an Italian when you're speaking Italian. It's like, okay, how do I, you know, and whenever I would do it, I feel like I would be mocking the language, you know, but She's like. But they do kind of talk that way. They dooba talk. Dooba. Yes. Oh, but ho. Yes. Got it. And when I did it, I thought, I was From. like, I'm probably mocking them. You know, they're going to think that I'm making fun of the language. But I get there, and I'd be done eating, you know, at, at the cafe I was at, and the couple next to me, they'd be talking. And I'd, I'd be done eating, but I would stay there longer because I would just. This is kind of weird, maybe. I would just kind of like stare at them, and I'd be like. <laughs> You people exist. You guys exist. Baba boo, babble bee. Yeah, it's just everything is schools, hands, and and schools. A pre Rome, and I was like, I love it. Yeah, it is. Love it. Ciao, so, ciao, <laughs> and so. But uh, yes, the hardest the hardest part of the trip was was this town Ventimiglia. Um, I left Rome because, like I said, from from. Capri, I went back up to Rome for a day because I said I'm not leaving Italy without seeing, you know, Rome, actually (laughs) seeing it. And so while I was in Capri, I booked my hostel and so I had somewhere to stay. Um it was actually the same hostel so I went back and the guy looked at me like back again I'm the like, one that, that yes. wouldn't let you stay the first time right uh, no the one that that had the the, the two cushions with the bed sheet over you went there. back there it was the only place that that oh, was available okay. and so and it was actually the same exact room too yeah but this time it was been actual, saving it for you yeah they were saving it for me um and so while I was in Rome I, I got to see everything that I wanted to see um but then I I booked my reservation to leave from Rome, to go to um, I wanted to go to Marseille because that's where yeah. my friend would be waiting for me. Um, but they can only book a reservation up until this town of Ventimiglia. Um, yeah, because you know, then they said you know you crossing France and then basically they and deal with you. Yeah, hands, you're out right? of our hands. You know, we we wash our we hands wash our hands media. of you. So <laughs> so Ciao. I only had a reservation Ciao. up until there. <laughs> And I get there, and um, the plan was to get there at 10.40, because the train left at 10.50. A.M. Uh, P.M. Oh, okay. P.M. And this is something that my friend... you cutting a little close there. Yeah. This is something that my friend in <laughs> Germany warned me about. He mm. said, try not to take trains, connecting trains, where you only have a window of like 10 or even 20 minutes, because nah, yeah. you don't know... What might happen? There might be a delay in something, and so you want to give yourself enough time.
0: And a German knows time. A, G- a and German efficiency. knows time. Yes. yes, listen to him. And so the Italians do not uh, run their no. trains like we do. <laughs> mm.
1: They don't. They don't. And so, so I didn't listen, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's. I was supposed to get there at ten forty p.m. and. um the train was going to leave 10.50 p.m. to cross into Nice. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to make it. Um, <laughs> There's a, surprise, cow on a track surprise, No. Surprise, surprise. There was a delay in, uh, in, in one of those towns. I can't remember right. which one. But there was a delay. And now we are behind schedule. And so I don't get to Ventimiglia till 11 p.m. Hmm. the train to Nice has already left the last train the last yeah. train has already now left now you're in this town I'm in this town I get off the train oh well, first of all it was it was kind of uh, the scary aspect of it was sort of building up before because people are, are getting off on all the previous stops so by the time I get to, to Ventimiglia I'm the only one in the, in the car mm-hmm. and there's someone else in, in, the, in the next car and, but other than that it's just an empty train they so,
0: knew enough to get out before...
1: The what? <laughs> they knew enough to get out before yeah, yeah. getting there. They said, we got to leave before we get to that yeah. small town. <laughs> and so I, I, I get off. It's, of course, dark already. And uh, I get into the train station. Ticket counters are closed. Information booth closed. The only thing that's open is the bakery that's right next to it. And they're kind of closing shop, too. Um, and the only people there are are these, like, three or four African guys and the only thing they say to me, it's like, "My friend, my friend, you want to come to Nice,
0: Nice, oh, Nice, Nice?" Boy.
1: And I'm like, uh, "But I was so, I was so overwhelmed by by just the fact that I didn't have, I was in a, <laughs> first of all a place where I didn't, you know, I didn't know, I didn't speak the language, and um, I didn't know what was gonna happen right then and there. I don't know. It was, it, was, it was, very. Everything was coming at me all at once, and so all I hear is someone who's offering a ride to Nice. <laughs> He's like, "I take you to Nice. 40 euros and we go to Nice." Uh, uh uh give me one second. And like I said, um I told him I told him I I Nice is not the last place I'm going to. I'm going to Marseille. What? What? "Parlez en français." He tells me. I'm like, "Oh. Okay. So now we're speaking in French." Yeah. <laughs> um the little French that I know is now being put to the test, hardcore. Yeah. So... <laughs> African style. Yeah. So, it turns out he's from Senegal. So I was yeah, going to say, big, he was probably Senegalese yeah. or Ivory so, Coast. One so, of them. he's speaking, he's, he's telling me this now in French that he, he takes people to Nice for like about 40 euros a person. <laughs> and so, I told him to wait because I was going to see if I could get a train out to, to Nice, like that was going to happen. And I go into I go into the to the to the bakery, and I'm like, look, I didn't even know what I was looking for. I was just like, I was just looking for like someone a or croissant. something, <laughs> just something. I need a croissant. Need or something. <laughs> get a cappuccino, <laughs> so, please. So I walk back out to the to the train station, and I look at the departure boards, and sure enough, the next train leaving to Nice doesn't leave till 5:50 in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. And so, at this point, all I see are the the people. Italians in the that work at the bakery and there's like maybe three or four people who are already asleep homeless people who are already asleep on you know in the train station other than that there's like maybe a few people who are drinking and smoking kind of shady outside of the train station and that's it and then just this there's this african guy who's offering me a ride to nice mm-hmm. <laughs> movies have been <laughs> made of this scenario <laughs> Don't give me that mm mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. I see where this is going. So, you decided probably best to just spend the next six hours in the train station and try to relax.
1: That is not... That was not my... Try to my, stay safe. Well, that was not my initial thought, believe it or not. You were going to take the ride? I, I was paranoid and I was getting very anxious. And again, this is my first time doing this. So, it's not like I'm not like right, some backpacker. Okay. It's like, oh, yeah, I've spent nights at the train station before. And so... um so the, if you remember, this other guy that was on the car with me is also, he's sort of wandering around and he's, he's, he turned out to be a Frenchman. And I tell him in, in French, I told him, cause the, the, the guy from Senegal kind of came up to him also and asked him the same thing. So I tell him in French, I tell him, uh, are you going? And he's like, I might have to, because I live in Nice. And so I just, I need to go, I need mm. to get there soon. And I told him, if you go, then, then I'll go. But I, did, I couldn't figure out how to basically tell him, I don't trust this person who's taking us, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but the only way, I, the only word I remembered how to say was stranger. And so I told him, you know, <laughs> he's a stranger. And then the guy, uh, the French guy told me, oh, uh, don't worry, um, I'll look after you. He kind of pointed to his eye and then he pointed to me and he just told me, I'll, I'll look after you. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. Was it an older guy? And so he was about- an older guy. He was an older guy. Maybe like about... My age? Like older guy? Well, then he was kind of young, actually. Yeah, me uh, yeah. a, a, a strapping,
0: <laughs> handsome young man. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. So like a middle-aged guy. Yeah, like a middle-aged guy,
1: yeah. So, did, so so you trusted him. I know, right? Did you get in the car? I did not get in the car. Okay, what did because, you do? Because, well, I initially, and this is the God-honest truth, I actually, I really did Uh, think about getting in the car if he was going to get in it but then later he said that he told me and from what I understood that his daughter lived in Nice and so his daughter came and picked him up and so I was like great so if you're leaving then and then I went and they didn't give you a ride no he didn't give me a ride he just left (laughs) and so I was like and now the African guy thanks for nothing Pierre Adieu, adieu, Merde. au revoir. <laughs> and so now the African guy, he's kind of getting a little antsy, and he's like, he's like, my friend, you come or you stay? Because you say you're gonna come, and now you say yeah. you're gonna stay. And so I'm like, I don't know yet. And this was like a sent person. This woman walks in. Very pretty, by the way. Mm-hmm. She walks in, and she she goes into the bakery, and she um she says something in Italian to the to the to the guy there. And the and then she gives him, like, this puppy look, you know, like she's about to cry or something. And so then the guy uh, gives this big sigh. It's like, ah. And then he goes to the back, and he does get a croissant, and he gives it to her, and she just walks out, and she goes, and she sits down. And I'm like, okay. So she's probably, like, this person who's just begging for money or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought, this is my best shot to just ask someone for help here, you know, because <laughs> there's no one else. And so I go up to her, and I realize, okay, she speaks Italian. If she's, like if she's anything like the Italians I encounter, she probably doesn't speak English, you know? Mm. But we're so close to the French border. I was like, (laughs) my best bet would be to maybe speak in in, in French with her. So I go up to her and ask her. I was like, do you speak French? And she said, no. Italian, German, and English. Ah. Oh, good. Okay. So I told her, I I, I told her, I'm trying to see if I can leave tonight to Nice. And she says, there's nothing going out. You know, your best bet is just to stay here. I was like, okay. I... I really did not want to stay there. Well, of course, you don't want I to. Don't, Nobody wants to sleep in a train station, but it happens. I know, but it's like I. I it's not like a train station where there's like benches or seats, you know. Yeah. It's just the floor. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm like like this like pampered city boy or anything, but like. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> it's so. It's very gritty, and so I'm like. Oh, You're a tougher man. guy now for it. Yes. And so, I, I basically, I, I said no to the guy because she said, she's like, if you were traveling with people... I told her about it because he came up to her and mm-hmm. he asked her in, in, in Italian. he's like, tell your friend that, you know, that if I find three or four other people who are willing to go, then, then, you know, he can... I'll take him. It'll be cheaper for him. And so, she told me, honestly, she's like, you're traveling by yourself. You don't know the language. You don't even know if he's going to Nice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe you should stay here. So, I ended up staying there and... The last train that came that night came like 20 minutes later, and it was like, there was maybe like 40 or 50 African people who were on it, just traveling also. And I honestly do not know where they were from because they did not speak English and they didn't speak French either. So I don't don't know exactly where they were from. Um, So now it's this train station of about 50 black people, this Italian girl, and me.
0: So were they they weren't speaking French the other past. No,
1: they were not. I don't. I don't know what what they were speaking. But we're all just. I wonder just, if they were like a tour group or something. Maybe, but they were all, they were all. Well, I thought they were a tour group until um, we got on the train afterwards. But basically, the whole night it was so like surreal. How here is this person who I know very little about, you know. And to a certain point, I kind of thought she was she might have been homeless or like some sort of yeah. like a gypsy because. She just had a backpack, but then there were like little hints that sort of just gave me this impression that she wasn't like like she had contact lenses. She had a phone. No. She had like this little makeup bag, and so I mean,
0: she might be just another uh, backpacker like you.
1: Maybe, but she she had like a book bag. She didn't have like, oh, okay. a backpack. Yeah, um, and so um, my guard is completely up right now. Yeah, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> and it's it's interesting how sometimes another person they take the first step of of trust that sort of forces you to to be like okay i think i trust this person because she had to go to the bathroom and she says do you mind if i leave my stuff here i'm just gonna go to the restroom And i was like okay and she left her her phone her backpack her things you know and i was like you don't even know me i could (laughs) like Take where are you going to go? Yeah, that's true. You're obviously so lost, you know, you, don't, you just asked her for help. I mean, what, what are you going to do? But paranoia was playing such a big, you know, role right, right now where I, I thought maybe she could have even, left, like, left her stuff, like, I don't know what's in her bag. Maybe it's stolen crap and now, like, it's on yeah. me or whatever.
0: But that being Anyways. said, there's, you know, there's, life kind of happens outside the comfort zone. You know, you oh, took yeah. you took it out of your comfort zone to go to, you know, Capri. yeah. And uh, it turned out great, and sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes, you know, yeah. either way, you got stories out of it. Yeah. So I hate to end on, like, a, a bad story. Yeah. So give me, like, if you had to look back on the ultimate highlight of that trip, what was your favorite place? I know people have asked you this, but that's a hard to pinpoint Capri one. Cabri
1: was really paradise. Barcelona was another world. It really was. Barcelona was great. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's where I had my Australian roommates. Uh, Those yeah. guys are crazy. Yep crazy crazy people but meeting who, them
0: throughout europe made me want to go when i went on that a big trip when i went to yeah. australia i was like yeah.
1: i'm going there next because yeah. they're crazy yeah they're nuts yeah it was awesome though because actually they actually wanted to whenever we would do like the sightseeing thing like we did it together and i was kind of like the translator the whole time there yeah and so like somebody would ask something and hey, you're I a valuable just, guy for them yeah that's uh, great. i guess so yeah right <laughs> and so but yeah we we i think we went out with some of friends that they met up with and, and just it was crazy those yeah. people are insane and again
0: <laughs> you're not drinking beer that doesn't help you with the Australians no, no. but they were drinking we were drinking vodka
1: so. oh okay
0: well yeah there you go <laughs> Aussies can yeah. uh, they can yeah. adapt I, they're drinking they have
1: like a resilient liver to alcohol or something <laughs> yeah they do I think they it's just but yeah even like at the train station I was just like this is not what travel blogs make it out to be. So I mean, I say it kind of joking, but like I I say sometimes like I, w- I want to write a travel blog. I'm going to title it, "The Truth About Backpacking <laughs> Through Europe." It's not what what the blogs make it out to be. But all your all
0: those uh, situations you had, just about everyone's had them. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, you're gonna. Get I realized a, there are missed trains. You're gonna miss them. I've slept in yeah. airports yeah. and but because yeah. connections don't happen. Yeah. Yeah, and Um, and I
1: realized at the hostel in Barcelona, like when we're talking with everyone else, like they all have a story. The train station story is something real that everyone has, you know. Yeah, and or getting on the wrong one, or getting on the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but like, I can't. I thought I was insane to do something like this, you know. And and I came back, and I don't really know how to describe this. And this, I don't know if this sounds kind of cheesy or whatnot, but like, I feel like I feel more durable if that makes any sense. I feel I feel more like. Durable, like just thicker skin, you know, to be able to do something like this. Um, And every one of my friends here, when I told them about my trip, they're just like, by yourself? Really? Why? You know? And it's like, first of all, if (laughs) I wait around for all my friends who have jobs and and families and school and this and that to go. I'm never going to
0: go. It's a great lesson I learned early on, and you, I'm glad you've learned it now because yeah. that's one of the reasons how I. If you wait for someone, they either a is well, once they have families, they're out. They're, they're not. That's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Um. But either you know, people get into their jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, your schedules don't line up. Yeah. And a lot of people talk
1: a big game, like, yeah. "Oh,
0: yeah, I'd love to go with you," and then, "Okay, let's do it." And then they. Something always
1: comes up. I yeah, had a friend who was you. supposed to meet me halfway through the trip, and yeah. she couldn't end up going because of work or whatnot. You well, know? now
0: you've opened That's the nice. door, because now that you can do that, you know you can do it. It's uh, so doable. It's, it's very so doable. doable. And then you meet, you met a million other people yeah. who do it all the time. All the time. And it's very common.
1: Yeah. And like you said, like, I think you had said earlier, uh, it's a nice little trip, you know? And in meeting other people it kind of was just a small trip because I met some Canadians those Aussies go for a year yeah they go for so long (laughs) I met some of them where it's like I quit my job and I moved to London and now I just travel and stuff I'm like just like that okay there were some Canadians who asked me about my trip and I was like all right, I'm going to lay it on them I've been going to Vienna, Zurich, Mm -hmm. Rome you know Capri all these different places and I told them what about you guys? And they're like... They just come from China. Well, we started in South America, and then we went to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like... And they're like, eh, now we're ready to go home, you know? Right. like, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that makes my trip seem like a little...
0: Well, that's the other thing. You learn, you know, when you step out of America and you can look back on it, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain... You know, we live a certain way. Yeah. And there's good parts about it. There's bad parts about it. And travel really isn't as encouraged as it is. And a lot, you know, like it's, these Germans yeah. get six day eight weeks of vacation a year paid. Yeah. You know, and, and it's true of most countries. We get the least amount of vacation just about of anyone. Yeah. And, you know, and they look at us and go, you know, what are you going to see in three weeks? And we're like, oh, well. It,
1: yeah. And it's a very true. American
0: thing. I mean, you were spending a day in Rome, you know, two days in Rome. Yeah. That's like, they'll look at that and a day in Rome? A day in, yeah. What it's you, like, like, you need more time. This is like one of the most famous cities in the world. Yeah. Give yourself a half a week yeah. at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would just – they appreciate it more, mm-hmm. I think. And but the trip is so – it really is so doable. And I, yeah. I actually don't like how we make it out to – we make it uh, to be something on our bucket list. Because you think of a bucket list, you think of something that you're probably only going to do once in your life, you know. And after doing this, I'm like, yeah, it's its kind of crazy. It's kind of insane. You're kind of halfway around the world. But it is so doable, you know. Like, it's like I want to go back because I know I can, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's like – and it's it's I don't know it's yeah you save money you know up for it but that's that's if you really know how to manage things you know and and you like I said it. I I came back with money left over even after making so many boneheaded mistakes that yeah. cost me a lot of money and
0: you're you traveling know? in the most expensive
1: place to travel
0: you know yeah. Europe is I mean when you go to Asia you know you ever go to Thailand or Vietnam or those places now you would you could do now you can handle it yeah um, <laughs> it's a lot cheaper it's a lot cheaper and. You know, and I tell people that when they think it's, oh, it's so expensive. You know, airfare, if you can, like, work it with miles and stuff, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But once you get there, it's it doesn't have to be. People equate it with, like, traveling here. I'll see people blow more in two days in Vegas yeah. than they could spend a week yeah. overseas, you know, yeah. and then they don't add the two and two together. Right. It's like, yeah. no, you, yeah. you you don't know how much you waste here yeah, and
1: that you could use there. Yeah, and one of the things I realized is, I mean, I picked cities where I wanted to really, you know, be tight on my money and eating supermarket food and you know water all the time, you know. And because I kept Nutella, Nutella, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I kept a really tight budget on some cities. There were some places where I was able to allow myself, you know, a little bit more luxury, you know, and then it was nice. Like like in, in Capri, I booked a a, a private hostel. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. Treat you yourself know? sometimes. Just, yeah. and you
0: got to have at least one good meal in a, in a place like yeah. Italy or something like that because right. the food is. Incredible! I yeah, mean, so yeah. good. It was it was just amazing. Or Barcelona,
1: or whatever. Or Barcelona. You know, yeah. Any of those places. Yeah, um, it's like I'm having fish and chips in London. In <laughs> London, <laughs> who gets to say that? <laughs> okay, what's the next trip? You got it planned out. You got thoughts? <sighs> Going to go see your Aussie friends? Uh, I might go see them. Right. Uh, I mean, I would love Australia, but I hear it's very expensive too there. Yeah. Um, I don't really know anyone there, but I. I want to go back to Europe simply because there's all these cities that I really loved and I'd like to go back. But there's there's a lot of places that, you know, I heard of and and didn't get a chance to see. Because, you know, you cross... There's a lot there. You cross paths with with a lot of people. And so it's just like, and you hear stories about, like, you got to go here. you got to go there. And so it's like, I want to go there, you know? That's why they looked at you and went four and a half weeks. Four and a half weeks, yeah. yeah. What are you going to see in that? That's like nothing. And then I say four and a half weeks here,
0: and people are like, why so long? To an American, (laughs) it's long. To everybody else, they're like, what? (laughs) To go halfway around the world? Yeah yeah. What do you think How do you think all this Has changed you as a person And uh, What do you What do you think you learned From all this? Don't get in cars with strangers that's what I like. yeah. If an African guy. Anybody,
1: every time they say "My friend," yeah, my friend it, then you're going to get screwed. That's how, that's what. what makes it shady is that the fact that they roll the R: Yeah oh yeah, my they friend. get in here. My friend every parking lot attendant yeah hey, my friend. good deal for my you. Friend. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things um, that I learned really is uh, I feel like I sound really cheesy saying these things, no, but You're, I really, you're really a lot, uh, you're very, um, you're capable of doing more than you actually could. And you'd be surprised how well, like in a, I guess speaking in an analogy form, you'd be surprised how well you can swim on your own. You know, when I was, when I went to Europe the first time with the team... They told us to get on this train, we got on it. They told us to get off at this stop, we got off. They told us, walk to this hostel, walk to this place. You didn't have to think. You You didn't have to think. You were just following where the group went. (laughs) And there's a sense of safety, you know, when even if we would have gotten lost, even if I would have gotten lost with another person, there's someone to fall back on. When you go by yourself, everything's on you. Going to the bathroom at a train station is a task because you take everything with you, everywhere, all the time. And so, so I guess one of the things that I, you know, really came out of this trip with was just realizing I can't, I, I really can't believe that I did it in, this, in the sense of, first of all, I was insane to, to just jot these places down and say, I'm going to go there, you know, and then you get there and you realized, first of all, how bad my geography is. And then second of all, it's exhausting, you know, like, I love the trip. If I could go back in time, I would still do it by myself. But if I do this trip again, I think I would want to go with someone else just because, like I said, there's someone to fall back on when you do these things. But it was it was the best learning experience by far to just see how well you can do on your own, you know. And then you come back and you're just like, man, if I could sleep at a train station. like, yeah. Like like I, if you drop me off right now in the middle can of like... You sleep on a couch. It's, yeah. You know, a couch yeah. is luxury. Yeah. And to a certain <laughs> point, like... I remember how uptight I was in Vienna. Like even when I went to the, when I was going to shower, I put everything away in my suitcase. I put my my body wallet that I had, I put it in my suitcase, my phone, my everything, and I locked it too. Mm. And then, I think part of it is that your guard goes down by the time you're like halfway through the trip, and you're just so exhausted from being so paranoid that in Paris, it's like, uh, oh, just leave my stuff on my bed. It'll be there when I come back. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. But yeah, yeah.
0: But you learn. I mean, it's, um, no, it's a great, I mean, it's funny to see you, you know, I went through that, I went through all that feeling, you Mm -hmm. know, I had never been out of the country before, and then, uh, you know, I thought traveling by myself in a foreign country would be the scariest thing, and it was at first, and then, Mm -hmm. now it's just, I'm so used to it, it's almost the easiest thing for me. Going with somebody now is a little tougher, just, it's got to be the right person. Yeah. Because going with someone you don't get along with is worse than going solo because they could ruin your trip
1: probably yeah and i mean um, I, I felt a little bit like that even when i did do like uh the people in, in my hostel or whatever like we would do like a group and we'd go sightseeing you know and be like i want to go here and the group is like we kind of thought we would go here instead and it's like yeah oh yeah this is why i don't travel in a group you have to compromise <laughs> so, yeah and sometimes it's like hey i don't know when
0: i'm gonna get to this country again yeah i'm, that's I'm true. not gonna hang with you i'm gonna go see this yeah you know? so you have to like and now, you know, you can do it if you have to. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. And so, um, well, this is, um, thanks for coming in. It was good to uh, talk to him. Congratulations. No Thank you. Welcome. You are now a traveler.
1: I'm now a traveler, yeah. With a, a capital T. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, start planning your next one. Start I will. saving. Yes. And uh, start getting some freaking flyer miles. Those help, too. Yes But um, thank you, you, MC. It was nice meeting you. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me.
0: All right, it's MC Hernandez. Am I saying it right? MC Hernandez. MC MC. Hernandez. See, I can roll my Yeah, there you
1: go. (laughs) Molto bene.
0: Ciao. Arrivederci.